Hello and welcome back to the Lack of Depth Football Podcast, where podcasting and football <laughs> collide. I am with I am with the two people who are always with Cavi Ross and Andrew McCavity. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh they they've returned from their long hiatus from <laughs> their their podcasting efforts. Uh, in today's podcast, we'll be running through some recent results, some recent interesting results for Rangers fans. And uh, the fact that I released a podcast where I said Harry Kane was the greatest Premier League player of all time. And then, <laughs> and then uh, we'll be ranking the majority of the video we, or for the listeners, uh, the majority of the video, video will be us ranking Premier League teams by how fun they are to watch. Of this, both of our experts have researched tirelessly. Is that correct, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Tirelessly. <laughs> I've been asked it. No, I've done more work on this than I have my degree. Nice, nice. But glad to hear. So I've got a list of games that I think are interesting to talk about. Uh, number one, uh, the, the first one that I could think of when I thought that Andrew might want to talk about a football game. We'll get onto the Dundee match later. Andrew, how did Rangers beat Dortmund 4-2? Just kind of nipped four goals in <laughs> and, then, and then conceded two. Oh, nice. <laughs> they conceded two screamers as well. Nice. So it should and your, it should have been they should it should have been four nil. Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice. But they only nicked the four goals. Yeah, only just nicked the four goals. Nice. <laughs> Well, that's what that's what the biased Scottish media would have you believe. <laughs> the biased bias Scottish media would have you believe that Dortmund are past it and that Bodo Glimt are a European powerhouse. Bodo Bodo Glimt, the up and coming young dogs. Oh, Dortmund are so past it. Bodo Glimt are really the way forward in European football, and Celtic have it all to play for. I think more football teams should have um, a fish in their ground. Get more dashes yeah. involved. More pronoun football teams. I can say that. You guys can. Um, <laughs> that's just me. Like, Bodo Glimt are very good on football manager. So that might be interesting. I copied uh, their... I literally copied their football strategy because someone made a video about how all of their good players are... Or at least in 2019, all of their good players were centre mids. And so on football manager, when I play with West Ham... I copy their strategy to only play through Declan Rice and Suchek because virtually everyone else is dog shit in the game. Apart from Cresswell and Kufal, both very good. Both very good. Kufal's asked, asked to leave. Wanker. Oh, that's that's gotten to you. Actually, something, uh, the next result I want to touch on just because uh, I managed Everton and football manager. Everton nil, Southampton two. I would love Everton to get relegated. That would no. be great. Not a, not a surprise that they lost to Southampton. Everton are terrible. Southampton are all right. I don't know. I mean, if the football app that I use is anything to believe, Donny van de Beek has won man of the match in every Everton game since he's joined. I thought I, I thought Everton might be Has he played every game? Uh, nah, the people, you get to vote for it, though, and everyone's... <laughs> <Donny> oh. <laughs> Very nice. At least he's getting something out of it. Um, you get to vote for it though. Um, so why the re- I want to talk about this for a few 
things. When I said I like Frank Lampard, and you guys both said you hate me wanting to die, like an imminent and painful death. Not really, but close. Close. I uh, <laughs> horribly close. I watched this game. I don't think either of you did. I'll go out on a limb. And the thing that was really worrying, as an I was going to say as an Everton fan, but if you were an Everton fan, as a former Everton manager yourself, is that Lampard's management systems look worse. So he looks like a worse manager than when he was at Chelsea for a few reasons. One thing is that at Chelsea, I touched on this in the last podcast. One thing is that at Chelsea, the thing they were really bad at is that they'd go forward in a kind of mayhem, which was good and they did score goals. But in that mayhem, when they go to come back, like when they get caught attacking because you don't score in every attack, in defensive transition, they were awful. Like genuinely, genuinely awful. They ship, they could ship goals to Norwich. They could ship goals to anyone. And so he's changed that aggressive transition defending thing for a really, really defensive, defensive transition stage where they dropped off a lot, kind of how Spurs played Man City, but Spurs had done a lot of training, obviously, and focusing on cutting all the balls rather than cutting all the balls coming in at source. They were just winning all the headers in the box. So it was kind of a deliberate and proactive low block where they were moving City into the regions where City kind of did want to be, but not the most advanced region. So City couldn't create the most high percentage shots. You even saw that from their goal. Like they weren't creating high XG chances. Uh, what Everton seemed to be doing, and I've not spoken to Frank yet about this, so it, it could be slightly different on the on the tactics pages, but they're dropping off, but not proactively. So they're not really doing it with any deliberate attempt to move them outside or move them inside. They're just giving players a lot of time in the ball. And their line isn't that low for a low block. It's this kind of not aggressive mid block. And it just meant that every single Southampton player, and I mentioned this in the podcast uh, that I did by myself when I was actually off my tits on nicotine, uh, where I listed every Southampton player. And they were, they were, they all looked classes, classes and classes above Everton. Like Everton looked like they were playing Man City because they were giving players like Ward Prowse, players like Walker Peters time on the ball to decide what they wanted to do. And then they were reacting to that. And that just kind of left them at the perils of what was a better manager. Well, I think and there's also, there's certainly, there's got to be like a negative morale bonus that comes with playing for Rafa Benitez for half a season and then having to move on to Frank Lampard. So like the polar ends of the spectrum for one guy that thinks he's like a genius of tactics and another guy who's just happy to be involved and give everyone pats on the back. Yeah, like, it's, it's a weird transition to go from Rafa Benitez making the whole club in his image and sort of being this like loveless father. I think I think uh, Frank Lampard needs to go more like the Steven Gerrard way of getting someone else to do the tactics. If he could well, hire Ian Beale. Um, Michael. Transition Ian. from a... <laughs> Ian Beale. Ian Beale. He's transitioned to a new... Uh, he's kind of done that. The manager who he works with... The manager who he worked with before was really highly regarded in bringing through youth players. And the, the assistant manager he works with now 
this is going to sound like not the best phrase, but he used to manage Swansea quite well. Mm. But who, is, who is it? Duncan Ferguson. Oh, Andrew, I don't do the names. I just remember little bits of other people's stuff so I can repeat it here. <laughs> Everton's assistant. No, Duncan Ferguson was the other guy up for the job. He's. It's not Duncan Ferguson because Frank Lampard appointed his assistant manager. Is Duncan Ferguson still at the club? Duncan Ferguson is so. at the club because he was in my fantasy football okay, team. So the the assistant, assistant manager currently at Everton is Ashley Cole, and I don't remember him ever managing Swansea. Ashley Cole, fuck off! No, it's yeah, not Ashley See? Cole. Apparently, Ashley Cole's the assistant manager. I, that would I would have heard that. I think the thing I'm saying is right. But anyway, uh, yeah, Everton, Everton are getting relegated. That's yeah, yeah. They look awful. They look really, really bad. They look out of ideas going forward. They're not creating high quality chances, which I say all the time. Anyway, next. <laughs> I'm bored of talking about that. Let's move on to the next one. Well, I was the only one that had watched it, and I said it in the last podcast. Did either of you watch my podcast that I did myself? I've not had time. Oh, that hurts. Your guys' commitment to this astounds me. Um, so Dundee won Rangers won. Dundee United, not Dundee. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Lock me up and th- guilty. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not you're not plugged into the Dundee football scene. I've been put in the cinch prison. <laughs> uh the cold dark hells of the cinch prison with Scott Brown and Andrew's eyes. Andrew, <laughs> what what the fuck happened there? Dundee United. Are you uh, firmly under one of those days? Rangers could have been shooting everything was going wrong. I just couldn't like one shot they had three shots or something. Dundee United, one went in and then they just stuck everyone behind the ball. Rangers dominated them for the entirety of the game bar 10 minutes. And the 10 minutes they scored and Rangers just didn't do anything with the shots. If you look at the shot map, it's insane. It's like completely coloured in blue around the Dundee United goal. And then at the Rangers goal, there's like two dots and one of them's a goal. The thing I like about the, the thing I like a lot is that Rangers had like more shots than Dundee United had in the whole game inside Dundee United's six-yard box. They probably had more shots than Dundee United have had all season in that game. But as, in as the I've Dundee United box. Dundee United, a lot like Man City, focus on generating high percentage shots. So That's only- why they had a point <laughs> two XG. <laughs> Someone's been listening to my podcast. Go on, guys. I'm well, I'm well aware. I'm well aware. Um. So, yeah... Uh, I look firmly under one of those days. What other pieces of insightful information do we have to touch on? Oh, Man City 2, Spurs 3. I made a whole podcast with this. There was one other thing I wanted to say. Um, Kulisevsky looks like a good signing. Played in the biggest game of the season for him. He created two goals. One of them was slightly offside, which is unlucky because it was quite a bit before the goal, but He's got a good delivery. He's got a good work rate. So he works very well asymmetrically with Son, where Son can move up and be more of a striker, and he can slip back and help out the defensively awful Emerson Royale. Yeah. The most unfortunate thing with Emerson Royale, actually, just before I finish this point, is that he's been bought so recently. Also that Barcelona sold him after having him for a month. That's pretty rough. It's not great. Nuno's... uh, What's it called? Nuno's Spurs legend. What is it? 
legacy, legacy. that's it. Nuno's Spurs legacy is just that man, and I think that's that that's accurate. Yeah. And and that guy with the bowl cut, what's his name? Brian Gill was there. With <laughs> Matt Dawson. No, he bought Brian Gill. Brian Hume. Yeah, I thought I thought it was weird that Juventus were like happy enough. Like I know they had like financial implications, but I I was surprised they got rid of them. Um, the Swedish winger and Bentecourt because they're, you know, I mean, they're probably about Tottenham level, which is a little bit of an insult, but they're definitely good enough to like hang on at Juventus, especially um, the winger. He's pretty decent. That's what I, th- I paid thought. for Vlahovic. So that's those two went out so Vlahovic could come in. And I think that's, I mean, time will tell if it's worth it, but I think it probably is because I don't think they're that. Which is a shame. I, I don't think they're world breakers. Like, I don't think it's Dan Burn. That would have been glorious. What'd you say about? I think Dan Burn's class. I know, but he's also six foot seven, and Vlahovic is what, like six foot four, six foot five. Brilliant. <laughs> what oh, point no. is that? <laughs> <Shiver> me <timbers. laughs> I would have loved to see that in the prem. More right, big okay. Adopt the Scottish football model of our players are bigger than you, and we can kick it up the park. <laughs> oh, I'm too focused on passing. I've also adopted a Cammy Ross tactic where uh, I now firmly believe that teams should spend all their money on just really big defenders. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it wins it's, so, it's so effective. It's so effective just having defenders that are really big and fast. Like, imagine if Spurs <laughs> had Van Dijk and Diaz and, like, no Kane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the fact that they're huge and fast, and can pass, so you can play this high line, and then when they get in behind, you just also get the ball. Yeah, but that's because that's that's the issue, isn't it? It's, it's difficult to buy them, because United <laughs> thought they were getting that with Harry Maguire. Yeah. And out of big, fast, and can pass, they got big. That's because they based it on international performances, which yeah. are... One game against Colombia. Yeah. So where did they sign Ruben Diaz from? Benfica. Yeah, of course. That sounded so xenophobic. Yeah, of course. Um, What's our next game? We're all very excited. Wolves 2, Leicester 1. Interesting because they got a result outscoring an an opponent, which you wouldn't really peg Wolves to do. (laughs) No. We, We like Wolves, don't we, Cammy? We we do like Wolves, and more importantly, we love Ruben Neves. He's brilliant. Man, Man United really ruined their season by not signing him. We do we love him because he's been um, unbelievably good since the podcast where we explicitly said Wolves have no midfield. That yeah, was a bit of a dated take. I had him. I had him in my underrated. Yeah, well, so you don't suck see- it. You suck it. Look at that. Look at him, suck it. Loser. Uh, so, yeah, Ruben Neves is good. They're scoring a lot of goals. I like Jimenez. Podence is freakishly small. Look yeah. this up. If you're one of the eight listeners that downloaded our podcast on Monday, go. I wanted to flex that. I thought eight in one day was pretty good for us. Um, a lot of spare time that day. Yeah. If you watch his uh, goal against Leicester, he is, fu- and he's pure stocky. Like he looks scrunched up, and his forearms look like there's fists going through them. He's absolutely 
Stocky. So that was the four of uh, the four of Dan Byrne and Ryan Fraser coming out together. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Whoever whoever decided that those two would be warming up at the same time. Love that. Eddie Howe, great job. <laughs> Ryan Fraser's actually playing under Eddie Howe. Yeah. After that debacle at Bournemouth. I thought he was finished as a footballer, to be honest. But now that he's wait, didn't he score recently, which probably means he'll never ever be out of the Scotland team ever again. Well no, because didn't he get he got sent home from the Scotland team last time, didn't he? Because Yeah, was, and now he scored in Steve Clark's that's, that's enough for Steve Clark to have him in. Forevermore. Clark's the one about the Scottish national team, we're not lacking for goals. Yeah, true. The other thing, the next next result. Oh, any comments on Brendan Rodgers' time at Leicester? Is it ending? No, he's got he's got the backing, doesn't he? He's got the backing of the board, apparently. Whatever yeah. that means. So, so did Ollie. <laughs> yeah, that took, Ollie that took a quite a run. That took quite a run for him to go out to get Ollie's sacked. Known, Ollie is known for his um, run. Rodgers will stay. Yeah. As much as I don't think he should, because I think he's, I think he's, t- I think he's finished. Yeah, just yeah. finished. He's reached the sale by date. He's done. Investing so much money in like their infrastructure and seems to be kind of planning for the future with transfers like DACA and things like that. Why they would stick with Brendan Rodgers for much longer doesn't really make sense, though. Like, they need to move on from him at some point if they want to go on to, like, the next yeah. level. But I don't really understand what happens with Brendan Rodgers. I don't know if it's that he just inherits OK teams, initially makes them better, and then his own, like, rotten recruitment comes in and it just ruins the team because of his was just terrible recruitment. Or if the players begin to lose faith in them and they just think this guy's delusional. He's a good man manager. A he's a good mm-hmm. man manager and he's okay at tactics, but people who aren't amazing at tactics can often get found out when they're at a club for upwards of three years. Like no most managers don't last that long. As yeah. Aberdeen have horribly found them. <laughs> well, Aberdeen tend to do the opposite where they'll, they'll hang on to a manager until they're literally at the point of relegation uh, and then they'll get rid of him. I mean, Derek McInnes was at one point linked with like the Southampton job and he was like, nah, nah, I'll stay at Aberdeen and finish what we started and that was his biggest mistake. When you get Shatter. offered the money. Where does he now, Kilmarnock? Yeah, yeah, second division of Scottish football. Surprised he took that because that's quite, if he doesn't get relegated, that's him sacked. Or don't get relegated, sorry. Um, promoted, <laughs> just get them relegated next Come season. It's bizarre, bizarre recruitment I, Well, I hope, they, I hope they don't get promoted. I hate them. Um, I'd much rather see our bros go up. Oh, I would love our bros to go up. Are they called Our Lady of Our Bros? No. Okay, well, never mind. Is there an Our <laughs> Lady? Is that Lady of the South? Queen of the South. That's it. <laughs> I don't know what league they play in. They might play in the Championship, but they're nowhere near the top. Yeah, Ali McNaught, the lady of our growth. <laughs> <laughs> um, sp- speaking of our growth, Sheriff Two, <laughs> Braga nil. <laughs> Did anyone watch this game? No. Andrew said they'd lose. Andrew, do you regret saying that? No, because I still think they'll go out. Okay, <laughs> next game. <laughs> I hope they don't, because it would be fun if they didn't. But I think they will. Uh, Rangers Braga twice or something. Rangers beat Braga home and away. Yeah. Uh, 
finished. Our, what's it called? We have one last game before we get into our riveting tier list that will definitely be very interesting. Barcelona won, Napoli won. Andrew, just a quick surmise of your feelings towards uh, Barcelona. Didn't care less. Great. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment when the tier list is set up. Hello, welcome back to the Lack of Depth Football Podcast, where the football podcast lacks depth, and we're now recording a tier list. We have 20 minutes to organize all of these teams and how fun they are to watch. Most important thing about football, not winning, not losing. Punch owner in the face. So our ranking tiers are best ever, amazing, great, okay, bad, real bad, punch owner in the face, and fuck this. Now, the important thing I just want to add into this is that ours aren't just tiers, and we can only have one in best ever, but everything under that we have to do from best on the left to worst on the right. Mm -hmm. Everyone with me? Everything's ranked. So our first one is... I guess Man United. Best ever. Undebated. Undebatable. <laughs> I think I think watching Man United is I actually think watching Man United is quite dull. Even though they just scored four goals. I stood up in a Starbucks and shouted Sue when Ronaldo scored in front of at least 14 people. And I don't regret it. Watching Man United play is great. I think they're really boring. You think they're really boring or you think they're great, Andrew? Oh. I think they're really boring. I love watching them though, because it's 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 not about how good or bad the actual football itself is. It's about watching Man United and watching them get themselves into silly situations and then throw away games against Aston Villa. Undeniably it's really good boring. It's just I don't like the style of play. I think I, I think it I think at best it's okay. I don't think you can say watching Man United's great. What results have they gotten? Well, they lost against Aston Villa. That was pretty, or drew against Aston Villa, sorry, but it may as well have been a loss. It was pretty bad. Play <laughs> from that. Um, the Leeds game was good. You can't deny that. Expected goals allowed. Uh, they are fifth in the league. That was electric delivery. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember. We, I can't read graphs. Leicester are worse than them, but everyone else worse than them are in the relegation zone. Yeah, I just think I think any team that has lots of very good individual attacking players and a really really bad collective defense kind of is good to watch. So although I, I'm not dying the hill that they're the best team in the Premier League to watch, I still think they're great or amazing to watch because. All of their all of their games go in completely the opposite direction that they probably should, which is enjoyable to watch for me. I don't even like them. I just don't think it's that. But I just, I think as someone who likes football, it, I think Ralph Ragnar's a football terrorist. And so, put him in okay. <laughs> put him in okay. Andrew, you're the decider. I say okay. Andrew says best ever. I would say okay then, but purely for the comedy factor of when they lose. But Which watching them's bad. Watching yeah. them could even be really bad. If the comedy factor of seeing them lose, 
yeah drags it up to the soaring highs of okay football no but if you're watching it because it's fun to watch man united win or lose or give away leads that's great and that's why i would put them great but i don't have the mouse andrew pick our next one leicester okay Um, I would put Leicester in really bad. Yeah, really bad. I think Leicester, this season, so we're doing it this season, I would put them in really bad. Yeah, I don't even think boring. we have to talk about them that much. We no, talk about... it's depressing watching them. Which is sad, because I think as a team, I really like them as a team. I would want them to do well. <laughs> I like a lot of their players. I wonder if Tielemans is a nice person in real life. I really doubt it. I'm sure he is. He's got a friendly face. Well, Norwich. <laughs> oh, Norwich. Ah, Norwich. Norwich, Norwich, Norwich. Scored a scorpion kick. That's... I would put Norwich in bad. I think watching Norwich is always better than Leicester. Yeah, because when you're watching Norwich, you at least get to watch the team that's playing Norwich. Mm-hmm. And Norwich always make them look very good. I've watched more Norwich games than Leicester games this season, for sure. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Brentford, start of the season, maybe okay to great. I would say bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad to watch. Because they don't have quality. Yeah, they're, they're very direct. Dull. Yeah, I'd go bad. I wouldn't go really bad, but I'd go bad. I think yeah, I agree. With their team, like the whole getting lots of big players so that they can do long throws, but it's not good to watch. Next up. Southampton. Baby. Southampton, I say great. Any team with Che Adams gets a plus one. Great. I'd say great. I think they're better to watch than Man U. They have an no. interesting tactical system. They play with inverted wingers. Those are fun. Oh, stop imposing these vertical wingers on us. Man United are better to watch than Southampton. I'd put them in okay, but behind Man United. I would say Southampton are okay as well. Yeah. Okay, Southampton but... the same as Man U. Yeah. I mean, they're dull. <laughs> Man, you are only in okay because of the drama that surrounds Man United. Southampton, Southampton never have any drama. I'm not. They're I'm not boring to watch. Okay, and I think this is why there's no way that Southampton and Man United are the same level of good to watch because one of them has Ronaldo and the other one has Che Adams. So, ah, uh, yeah, Southampton going great. <laughs> Perfect. My point exactly. That's facetious, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, it's facetious. Um, Southampton going okay. It's okay or bad. They're between... No, it's not bad. It's not mm. Norwich, Brentford levels. Southampton have a lot more individual quality than Brentford. Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy with them going an okay behind Man United. Okay, so Man United are the most okay to watch. Mid. Uh, and see, can you swap... Uh, can you swap... Uh, Norwich and Brent? Yeah. Because I prefer watching Norwich getting slammed. West Ham... <laughs> Great. I think they're really entertaining to watch. Yeah. They have really boring games, but a lot of the time they're pretty fun. Yeah, they're pretty. They also called? have some really quite unlikable players. <laughs> Anyone for <laughs> specifically? Declan Rice. Declan Rice, Bowen, <laughs> Zuma. <laughs> yeah, Zuma kicks cats. Anto- I don't really like Antonio that much either. He seems he seems too fucking too big for his boots. He thinks he's amazing, and he plays three games a season. Oh, well, actually, in a little callback to earlier, Vlahovic has just scored 30 seconds uh, into the UV-Villarreal match. Easy. Worth it. 
worth worth eating. worth every penny. Um, and a and a callback not to earlier. Uh, we're I just I remembered it when I said Zoomakex cats. We're banned from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I posted a I posted a I posted one of our our talks, and it was me and Cammy arguing about Rafinha, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, it's got zero views and I can't send it to anyone because they say it's under review and it won't let me post anymore. I love I love the idea that there's someone at TikTok head off. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it thought you were posting too much. Yeah, we, and post it, and one, it, we post once a day. Maybe it didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 What do you think you're doing? Uh, West Ham go great, I think. Uh, they're not amazing. Great. Because they have too many boring games, but they're better than Southampton to watch. Yeah. Wolves, Wolves Bad. go. No. I'm going Bad. okay. No way. Wolves are Bad. great. Wolves are growing they're in the so season. Boring. Every, are you every joking? Single, every single game you watch in hopes of seeing the baby oil merchant himself lubing himself up in the <laughs> yeah, side but game. he's not playing anymore. He's played for Barcelona. So what have they got? They've got Huang. He's not very good. <laughs> This is boring. They're so boring to watch. Like, oh. Barcelona. I've been watching all these Wolves games, just waiting. <laughs> waiting. The second, Andrew, does it interest you that they're the second best defence in the league? That means they're boring. Okay. Andrew, <laughs> do you say that bad or really bad? Bad. Okay, I say great. <laughs> Kami, you're the decider. Okay. Above Man United. <laughs> okay, above Man United, Andrew. That's the middle ground. You have to move it. It's no. so boring. No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> They're so boring. They're we've so been, boring. They don't score. We've been technologically overruled. Scoring is a small, small part of football. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Hey, entertainment is kind of what this tier list is actually all about. So I won't say that point. Exactly. Watford, I'll say bad. I would say really bad. I would say really bad as well. And put them all the way in the bottom of really bad. Yeah. Punch them in the punch the owner in the face. Actually, they've had five managers. Oh uh, well, yeah. I don't like the manager stuff as well. I really, yeah. I don't know. I, it really annoys me that if they there, sack a manager after they lose two games. If there is an option to punch the owner in the face, I'd put Watford and Tottenham, and I'd put our next two in that. I'd put, I'd put Watford in there. They just annoy me. Watch out, Gino Pozzo. In fact, I would argue to put Norwich in punch the owner in the face because I just never want to see them in the Premier League Let's again. be having you! I can't. I actually cannot stand <laughs> them. They go up and down. If they're in the Premier League every other year and they just get battered and then go straight back down. I wonder I wonder what the betting over-under is for um, Mitrovic's goals in the Premier League next season. I mean, he's, scored, he's on track to score, what, like 40 in the Championship? And then they'll score two um, in the Premier League. At most. <laughs> Are Mitrovic and Puke like completely interchangeable? Pretty yeah. much. They're just cha- they're championship merchants and it's like they're too they're too good for the championship and they're not good enough for the Premier League. So they probably do quite well in Spain. <laughs> Where did Amateur Traore now plies his trade? Yeah, and mode. Have you seen that uh, Barcelona played a game the other week and their front line was Ferran Torres, Obama, Yang, and Traore. That's incredible. Loved it. I just like it. 
I don't know why. It's pure. It's like one of those Premier League Joke draft league. teams we've done, and someone's picked last, <laughs> and you've had to you've had to pick <laughs> all the spare parts of the Premier League. Um, Tottenham, I'd say. Tottenham are really bad to watch. Really bad, I'd say. Really bad. Because they're capable of so much, but this season they've been horrible to watch. Yeah, they're really boring. Arsenal, I'd go, I'd go amazing. I no. think I prefer watching Arsenal to West Ham. I would Ham. say great. I'd say Above great. West Ham, great, Above West but Ham. not amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. But Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle amazing. Newcastle amazing. I watched Newcastle's first 10 games non-stop drama every single time <laughs> Alan and maxman gets the ball the joys of the tunes <laughs> i'd say newcastle yeah well i think newcastle should go in okay i think i think newcastle above new- southampton and okay yeah sort of just in the middle they're not the best to watch i think they're better than southampton but, though yeah to watch yeah. Especially with Trippier and stuff, they're scoring all the free kicks in that. And Callum Wilson. Best Wait, number. Andrew, are you ranking teams from the right to the left or the left to the right? Left to the right, so right is the best. Oh, I thought it was left was the best. That makes I more sense. Well. I wasn't commenting on it. I thought Andrew had decided that Man United are the bottom of OK. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, <laughs> Andrew. Raw. Um, Chelsea. Oh. I'd go really bad. bad. I'd put in really I'd go, bad. I'd go, I would go really bad. I'd say bad. I'd say bad as well. And I'd say disappointing. I'd say below Norwich because that's quite funny. Yeah, <laughs> I would do that because I can see why you wouldn't want to put them in really bad. I think they're really bad to watch because they have such oh, they have so many players that could be really good. And they're just so they just bad. Yeah. They're so boring. Look, I've had six touches in a game at the weekend. It's the worst that... since records began. Oh, so so boring. <laughs> to be fair, they did wear him out of the Club World Cup. They had a tough game against Pure, the young guy, the young boy. Yeah. Aston Villa under okay. Gerard. Great. Bad. I'd say really no, because there's there's a bit of a comedy factor to it. Maybe bad. They're they've really spent shit death. tons of money. They've They're spent really... so much money. They really lack, and they look worse. Effort. Spent so much money and look worse. They look if, really if they had scared. a full strength team, though, like I would, I would love to watch their full strength team with like John McGinn, Philippe Coutinho, and Leon Bailey. Yeah, dynamic players in Birmingham. Well, they play John McGinn like a stagnant CDM ball winner guy. He's, when, you know, you've already made your feelings clear that he would be the best out and out striker in the Premier League. I just think get him further up. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a he's got a body faint in him. There's movement in those hips. That's what I'll say. There's movement in those hips. So my vote for Aston Villa is bad. I think okay. I'd like them in okay. I think okay. The, the worst okay. Better than Southampton. I think they're better than Southampton, worse than Newcastle. Yeah. Okay. They're in the same sort of region for comedy factor that Newcastle were when they just brought in Eddie Howe when they were thinking oh he's the best manager ever he's going to do so much and then as it turns out he needs to spend 90 million pounds to just avoid relegation relegation by about five points yeah I'm already sorry I'm already thinking about the next one Man City best ever I love watching Man City I'm putting him in best ever same with Liverpool I think 
I love nah, Liverpool. Liverpool. We said only one can be in best ever. Yeah. I think Man- well, if we say that, then Liverpool are amazing. Yeah, Liverpool are amazing. But Man City are. Liverpool are amazing for me, right next to Leeds United. <laughs> I hope you're best not- ever. <laughs> I hope you also love Dan James. Dan I- James. Crystal Palace, I'd put in a, in a great. Yeah, I quite like watching Crystal I'd Palace. I'd put them behind West Ham. But I'd put them in still in great. Yeah, they've they've been better than Man U. That's fair. And they also beat uh, City two one, did they not? Or two 0 mm-hmm. Yeah, whole, uh, Etihad. I mean, Impressive. that's barely a barely a home. Brighton. Yeah, Brighton are in, surely they're in bad. No, I would say they're firmly okay. I like Brighton. No, but not I like what they watch. No, I like watching them. Uh, sometimes, like they're sometimes they're quite decent to watch, but I, they're a firmly okay team, much like they are in the league. They're firmly okay. It's just like it's whenever you watch Brighton, there's like a fifty percent chance it's just going to be a nil-nil draw. That's my issue. Which, my issue is the reason why I would put them in great if they had attacking talent, but they don't. So it's yeah. a lot of watching passing rotations and people moving around and Kukurea moving into a slightly inverted defensive position and then slightly further out wide. And you go, yeah. oh, that's nice. I'll talk about that on my football podcast. But in terms of actually bringing me joy. It's, it's the famous like, horseshoe. Their football, their football, like watching the football was very similar to watching Man United, but minus the like, funny it's funny seeing Man United I think that's harsh because I think the football sort of hipster and you can see more interesting stuff when you watch Brighton I wouldn't say it's any more fun (laughs) I think I just see the same things it's boring football but Man United have the added comedy it's just it's just a team that's very solid defensively but useless in attack Whereas Man United at least have the joy of being hopeless in defence so you know they're going to concede goals and then have to you know Use Ronaldo to get them back into game. Yeah. I'd go for bad. I would say the bad end of okay. I'll do a bad end of okay. So what's that? I'd say worse than Southampton then. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer watching Southampton to Villa. That's the only edit I'm thinking about making. Well, I don't know. Andrew's got would, so. I'd rather watch none. <laughs> Leeds. I think Leeds are I think Leeds are amazing to watch because they're so bad. They're so bad. They'll they'll concede seven and score two. Yeah, I think I think Leeds Leeds games are entertaining. So I think that buys them at least okay, even if they're not always the best team to watch. I would do top end of okay or bottom of great. I'd say bottom of great would be fair. Yeah. If it's an average of all three, because I think they're amazing because they're so bad. Yeah. They're yeah, they're the, I mean they're the best team. I would say probably in like the bottom seven or eight, if that's where they are. And also, their fans think they're massive when they're really not. Well, they're they're a pretty big club historically. Like Rangers. Uh, no, Rangers actually have a very young history. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> they're not very well known in Aberdeen. Not the Rangers. No, there's more be- Rangers fans in Aberdeen than there is Aberdeen fans. <laughs> Ah, well, it's probably true. Uh, Everton, really bad. Fuck this, terrible. Yeah. Right at the bottom, right at the <laughs> very bottom. If there's one team, there has to be one team that goes there and it's them. Yeah, Everton. okay, yeah, fair. And then and Bur- Burnley, really bad. Real bad. 
Burnley and Tottenham should be next to each other. Yeah. yeah. Burnley sandwiched in between Leicester and Tottenham. That's where they belong in the table as well. So with, with Wout. Our, our top five teams to watch in the Premier League is number one, Man City, number two, Liverpool, number three, Arsenal, number four, West Ham. And fifth, I think that's quite surprising, Crystal Palace is our fifth best team to watch in the Premier League. Well, I mean, to be fair, we have just said that, you know, half the teams in the Premier League are bad to are bad or worse to watch. Yeah. Which isn't a great look, but yeah. For a for a Premier League football podcast. <laughs> I think we we may have let our bias on clubs dictate. Well, funnily enough, it's formed a nice Gaussian plot, which is the mean I, distribution is oh, okay. I was, I was hoping so much for that. I was like, we need to put another something into amazing just to even this out. Get a lovely normal distribution. Um, well, I mean, if we put Arsenal in amazing, <laughs> does that to satisfy the math nerds? Can we move Arsenal into amazing? And then Wolves would have to go to punch owner in the face. Nah, we'd just nah. keep Arsenal in amazing. <laughs> nah, nah. Like if you move them there, it would look. Yeah, more like a plot. That looks more. Yeah, it's just that it's having the the two and two. Oh well. It's formed basically that. Yeah, we've always got a normal distribution, which shows that our data is, um, you know, at least realistic. We've presented what could be expected from a large sample size. Yeah, exactly. And we take in a lot of samples. Well, that's their tier list, everyone. Uh, the worst team to watch in the Premier League is Everton and has been for years. Um, to round up our comments, Cami is now going to summarise the Premier League title race and its current rendition, given that Man City have just brought points. On you go, Cami. Well, I, I thought Man City had won the league and then they dropped points and I realised that they're actually only, if Liverpool won their game in hand, three points ahead. But having said that, I think they've got the same, they've got the same give or take one or two games teams left to play. And I just have more confidence in Man City than Liverpool. I think Liverpool probably over the course of whatever 11 or 12 games are left, I think Liverpool certainly have at least one or two bomb scares left in them. Whereas I think Pep will not have Man City losing any more games. Uh, especially, I mean, losing, losing against Tottenham is pretty bad. So I can't imagine that that's going to be let off lately. Um, I think it's it's Man City. It's Man City's to lose unless they unless they really really collapse. They should be fine. But it is nice at least that it's not a foregone conclusion, uh, like we all thought it was. Okay, uh, Andrew, anything to add? No, not really. <laughs> Basically, sums it up. I mean, Man City looked like they were going to just run away with the title and now have. I don't want to say bottled it, but they've bottled it a wee bit. They've run back with the title. They've, um, yeah, they've kind of just, they've dropped quite silly points, and whereas Liverpool have just kicked on. And I don't know if they play each other again. They do. Um, well, if they play each other again and Liverpool win their game in hand, that could be a real title decider. And if it's sooner rather than later, it could kind of dictate the... Um, I'll tell you when it is. It could dictate the momentum weeks? swing. Four weeks, it's five in, weeks. It's in four weeks. Goodbye. <laughs>